Thanks for hitting that button. You are listening to The Mark the Shark Show. All right, guys, you ready to rock? Are you excited? Well, sit back and enjoy. And welcome to The Mark the Shark Show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Mark the Shark Show. I hope everyone's having a great day. We have a great episode in store for you. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show today. Today, we got a very interesting guest, probably one of the most interesting guests I've interviewed uh, in a while. I mean, I've interviewed uh, movie stars and Playboy models. Today, we got Coral and Jewel, a uh, former uh, adult porn star. And now an entrepreneur and the host of the Hanky Hanky podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. Where, where are you coming from? Um, originally from South Africa, but now San Diego, California is where I live. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. I got that will lead into some other questions later. So <laughs> actually, I'll just ask you now. How did you, you were born there? Like were your family in the military and? Uh, no military family was also born in South Africa, both parents. And then during the apartheid, we moved out and immigrated to the United States and started in California. Oh, okay. All right. That, yeah, that was <laughs> I mean, because I, I interview people from, you know, all over, you know, United States. I got a guest coming over in a few weeks from Australia. Okay. So it's kind of cool when you, when you talk to people from around the world. Uh, <laughs> it keeps things uh, in perspective, so to speak. So, That's for sure. Yeah. So let's get started because this this interview is all about you to let the listeners know about you and what is you. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to know? <laughs> all right. Yeah. So let, let's just get started. Like, you know, because we're going to talk about your book eventually, but I wanted to get to know how did you get into the, you know, the porn industry? Like what made you decide to go into that? So I'll shorten it for you. I um, was a competitive figure skater growing up. I was trying to get to the Olympics to represent South Africa, the country that I was born in. And due to an injury and being told that there was no ways I was going to be able to compete, um, I ended up proceeding with getting my college degree in theatrical production. And that led to getting married, two kids, moving to Sweden, coming back to California, and then getting a job in um directing and camera operating production assistant, but on a porn set. And so that's kind of what led me into the industry was that I was working uh, behind the scenes. And then I think it was one of the male talents and one of the other producers on set that said to me, I don't understand why you aren't a performer. And so I decided I would get, take a go at it. I was divorced at the time. I was already 35 years old. I was dancing to make money. So I was working at a gentleman's club um, and I was still coaching ice skating, but looking for something else. And so I decided to take a leap and get to the other side of the camera. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, which side did you like? Did you like being behind the camera directing or actually being in the, in the film itself? You, you know, I really like them both. I mean, so to this day, I still do directing and I still uh, do camera operating, but I also still work as a performer. So uh, 
with COVID. Of course, I was on break for a while, but I did make yeah. a comeback and I shot last February. I shot uh, for Score Group. And then I just recently returned from Iowa and Las Vegas, where I shot for Walter Wicked Productions and for a private society. So um, I'm back in full swing, but I'm also a wedding planner for my other job. And so um, that gives me the opportunity to kind of put my theatrical degree and my directing to work in that realm of line of uh, my career as well along with many other things <laughs> yeah that's that, that's pretty interesting that's pretty interesting and then and then uh i got another quick question for you before we move on do you have any like like particular funny stories from that like from working in that film industry that you can share um, i don't know if that if you're allowed to share any stories I don't know. yeah i can share i mean i wrote an entire book about all my experiences in my life and how i ended up you know where i am but um I guess the funniest story would be probably that um, I own a swingers club. I started a swingers club. Also, everything kind of changed in my life around 2012. Started my club, got involved in the adult industry. And uh, one of the biggest movies that I was cast in was called Wife Swinger Swap 3, which was through um, with Adam and Eve and directed by Luke Wilder. And um, when I met Luke, he said to me, you know, I hope you're okay with the swinger lifestyle because you're going to be filming out in California at a swinger resort for three days. And then I proceeded to tell Luke, you know, who I was and that I owned Hanky Panky lifestyle community and um when we showed up to film at the resort the owner of the resort looked at me and was like what the hell are you doing here so um it was kind of like you know uh what's the word where you know everything kind of comes around you know and then i had to see like oh i'm actually an adult performer as well <laughs> so oh yeah full circle i guess is the term right hey, that's the that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> yes oh god yeah so then so so that led into the swinging and I think I, I think I saw on your website like you got like a big huge group, right? Yeah, I have. Um, I started my club in 2012 on my own, and I'm up to about 18,000 members in my community now. Yeah, I knew it was in the thousands. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And are they from all over the world, or are they just like in that one particular state? Yeah, they're mostly, you know, mostly in the United States, but um, I am on a variety of different uh, swinger lifestyle websites where I can advertise my events. So if somebody's out visiting California and they log in and they want to look for an event that's going down, you know, out in San Diego or Palm Springs area or Las Vegas. Um, so we get people from all over, but the majority, I would say, are California. And we have a lot of regulars. We've really built up a good following and a good community um, of people. Now, are there certain rules of engagement? Like, do, do you, like, I'll give you an example. Like, uh, do you ha always have to have a partner to join in? No. So, you know, um, every every single club has a different rule. And um, that's a lot of why I do the Hanky Panky podcast and why I, you know, post my weekly blogs is to kind of address some of the misconceptions of not only the swinger community, but the adult industry and, uh, you know, consensual non-monogamy and polyamory and so on and so on, is that, um in my club particular, you can be a single male or a single female or a couple or even a throuple. You can be, you know, two guys and a girl. Um, my whole thing is all about respect and just following the etiquette of the lifestyle, which is no means no, and you don't touch without asking and watch your alcohol intake. Um, everybody has to have a profile on my website. They have to mm -hmm. be approved and they have to have a membership in order to attend our events. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Because I could, <laughs> like, because I always wondered about that, you know. I'm divulging a little bit about myself because like, you know, when I was younger and I was single, I would always like, you know, you surf the internet and you, you find out about these clubs, but they always said that you always had to have, you know, a partner. So yeah, it's I mean, interesting to see there, that, that some some, allow, yeah. don't allow that. So that yes. would kind of be, uh, but I mean, I guess you get some, you get to meet the people and you got to prove them. 
so that everybody's protected. But I mean, I could see like, you know, like, so if there was a single guy, can that single guy like then meet two girls or whatever he wants? Well, that's, well, that's, that's what, that's what, you know, that's up to each individual. Yeah, that's up to each individual person. So there's people that will come to a lifestyle or swingers event and they are just voyeurs. They just want to watch and then they go home with their partner. There are people that are exhibitionists. They just want to be with their partner and be watched and have nobody else touch them or, you know, play with them. Um, And then there's people that are, you know, um, like a couple and they're looking for a single male for their wives and that's a hot wife. Um, There's so many different avenues and aspects to the swinger lifestyle that so many people don't understand. But the number one thing is just respect, um, you know, some people complain about the single males, but not all single males are bad. Not all single females are bad. I mean, a lot of the issues I've had in my particular events are actually couples. And it's usually the woman in the couple that's more aggressive. So, you know, it's, it's you know, I emphasize it all the time. Follow the rules, follow the etiquettes. And um, they know, you know, they say Miss Hanky Pink is watching you like they know I'm watching everything at all times that is happening at my events. So. So is the hanky panky podcast just centered around the swinger group or is it yes. something? Yes. Oh, okay. No, I mean, it's centered. Well, Hank, hanky pinky lifestyle is my club. Hanky pinky okay. podcast was a spinoff of that, but I bring in everyone from scientists, like a biomedical engineer that, you know, has developed a watch that can teach a woman how to squirt by the velocity, um, you know, and the speed that you finger a woman. I've got, um, you know, a, a therapist, sex therapists, coaches, adult performers, uh, brothel workers, uh, swing club uh, app owners, um, just so many different avenues and aspects, really just anything related to the adult world in general to educate okay. my listeners of, you know, what they sometimes have, you know, misunderstood. Oh, interesting. Now, what what is the common, I don't even know if there is a common reason, like what's the most common reason uh, like a person would be draw a person to a swingers club just the curiosity of it or you know yeah i mean there's so many different things you know um the the biggest thing that i always say is it's communication so sometimes a couple will come um you know uh showing show that they're intrigued um in the swinger lifestyle to save their marriage and that's not going to happen and so i've seen so many couples come in try to save their marriage by bringing in you know this uh, I guess, you know, feel the fire or whatever, but if you do it wrong, it's just going <clears> to <throat> make things worse. Um, mm-hmm. People might come in to experience a fantasy. And I always tell people that, you know, sometimes when fantasy meets reality, it's not always what you expect it to be. So that doesn't mean that you can say, okay, forget it. We're done. Maybe you try again, but you tried it a different Avenue. Um, it's, it, it's all about, you know, everybody's got their own. I, I always say everybody's got their own fetish, their own kink, their own fantasy. And the biggest thing is that this is giving them the opportunity to explore that in a safe environment. Mm. And it all, and I'm also seeing on your website, like you're saying now, you're also a wedding planner and a voiceover yes. actress. <laughs> I do a lot of different things. Yeah, I, you know, it sounds like you're, you're jungling a lot. Uh, I am. <laughs> and you got to put food on the table somehow, right? right yeah so are you more active as the wedding planner or or as a voice actress i have to say i mean i'm really all over the board right now you know i run my swinger lifestyle events well you know before COVID, i would say twice a month so kind of going back to that um all my weddings from 2020 moved to 2021 so it's a busy year i launched my podcast this year i am in the process of doing a documentary with a director in new york city on my book my book was published june june 15th and it's a number one international bestseller 
Um, I'm also um, should be released in about two months, a CBD personal uh, lubricant that is uh, branded with the name Coral and Jewel. And we just released the hanky panky lifestyle card game. So like I said, my, I've got my hands and everything and I'm still shooting in the industry and I'm still modeling and I'm still raising my two kids. <laughs> oh, wow. Now the name of your book, that's the one that's called when the ice melts. Yes. When the ice melts the story of Coral and Jewel. Nice. Nice. And is that available on just your website or they can get it from anywhere? No, it's on, Am- it's on Amazon. It's on uh, Barnes and Nobles, Goodreads. Um, I'm not, I can't remember how many we've got like, a, you know, 38 reviews, I believe, or something like that. And then the podcast is also just all over. Um, everything links through my two websites. That's the easiest way to find anything. Yeah, I, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows her website is actually just just her name.com, carlinjewel.com. And yes. it's got, you know, the links to her book. It's talks. I think you even got a link to your podcast off here to get your list of your services. And I think yes. you even sell an autographed version of your book too. Yes. Uh-huh. So there's an autographed version of my book. Also, it's got all of my upcoming tour dates. I will be traveling to all four of the exoticas with my next one being July. Uh, I believe it's July 16th. It's in Chicago. Um, I do seminars. I do motivational speaking. And really, you know, my message and everything that I do is to let people know that it's your life and it's your choice, how you want to live your life, live it safely, live it smartly, but live it for you, you know, and um, stop hiding who you are, if you are a swinger, if you are um, bisexual, if you, you know, whatever it is that you are, that's who you are and you need to be true to yourself. So that's what everything kind of ties down to with all the different things that I do. Interesting. Now, is your book like a tell all book, like a, like a autobiography or like Um, what are the details that you can give to people, you know, listening to the podcast about your book? So my, my book does go into detail on certain things. However, I am in the process of writing the second book. There's going to be a series of them. So my book kind of is really, you know, sharing the story of how does a Jewish South African immigrant move to the United States, um, you know, spend my entire life. My all I really cared about was just getting to the Olympics and figure skating. Um, and then how do I end up? you know, uh, divorced two children, working as a, a swing club owner, an adult performer, a podcast host, you know, and I wasn't even doing any of that when I did my, when I wrote my book, but I, I worked in a brothel. Um, and it's just kind of, you know, it gives little stories about each experience and each thing that I've done and what doors have opened from that and what I've learned from it, mistakes I've made um, to, you know, to educate people, who are getting involved in any of these different aspects of, you know, adult industry or working in a brothel or anything like that is that, um, you know, I want them to learn from me coming forward and sharing my stories. And then my next series of books, each one will focus, you know, one will just focus on the adult industry, one will, or porn industry, one will focus um, on the brothel, one will focus on uh, swinger events and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. And so that everybody knows her book is available in paperback, audio book, and Kindle. And so if you're a member uh, and it's part of the Kindle Unlimited program. So if you have an Amazon subscription, you you can read uh, that book free as part of your monthly Amazon uh, Kindle Unlimited subscription. So that's I just want to point that out there. So you got this if people have that Kindle Unlimited subscription, they can read her book. And so how was let's go another quick question because you mentioned a brothel like how how long were you doing that for? I'm sorry. 
I didn't do that very long. I um, was working on an adult set with a good friend of mine named, named Sable Renee, who's also an adult performer. And she told me that she was living up at one of Dennis Hoff's uh, legal brothels. Uh, in I believe I believe hers was in Reno uh, mm-hmm. near the cat house. And so um, I got involved. I was driving up to, to Pahrump. Pahrump is about an hour north of Las Vegas to a place called the Alien Cat House. And uh, my situation was a little different because I have kids. I would drive up on a Thursday morning and I would stay Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday and leave early Tuesday morning just in time to get the kids back from school, be home Tuesday, Wednesday, go back up Thursday. And I did that for three rounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you like it or was it for you or? You know, I liked it. I liked, I liked the, um, the people that I met, like the gentlemen that would come in. Um, I really liked to give the tours. Um, I made some good friends in there that I'm still friends with to this day. I'm actually going to see one of them in Vegas when I head up tomorrow. Um, but it was very much like living in a sorority house, uh, you know, a bunch of caddy girls. And I was older too. I think at that time I was 36, 37 years old. So I was one of the older girls in the house and, you know, I don't have time for, I don't have time for drama. I'm just not a drama person. You know, I just believe, you know, go work, do what you need to do, take care of you, take care of your kids and stay out of drama. Oh, okay. Now out of, out of all the fields that you worked in, which did you prefer? Uh, the, the, the porn or the brothel or you know, I think- wedding planner? Oh, so each of them has a different aspect that I like. I like to perform because I feel it's the most least stressful. Okay, weddings are very stressful. Swinger events are very stressful. Um, Everything that I've done is leading to what I ultimately want to do, which is I want to travel and do motivational speaking. I want to share my story, um, continue with my books and um, help other people. And so I write my blogs. I do my books. um, You know, I'm starting my my, uh, traveling. And I think that's where I belong. And I think that's what I'm going to enjoy the most. Okay. And then I got to, I just got to ask another quick question (laughs) and then we'll close out. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So when you date, because I'm assuming, you know, because you said you're divorced and you're dating, do you like, do you eventually bring that up to, to the person you're dating that, you know, your past, or do you actually date the people within your, you know, in the porn industry or the swing industry, like how, how does that Yeah. Work? So um, I touch on that. I touch on that in uh, my book as well as in some blogs that I've written that are on my website. But um, in a nutshell, uh, um, in the beginning, I would not tell people until I was going to be intimate with them. And then I thought that there was, you know, there was their right to know what I did for a living. And sometimes it would go two ways. It was either, oh, I'm not interested. I can't do that. Or, oh, that's really hot. I'm dating a porn star. And they would tell me that there's no jealousy. And then three, three months later, you know, please stop your job. Um, and then if you date people that's in the adult industry, sometimes they say, okay, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll stay in it. You get out, you know, stuff like that. So again, the jealousy. Um, so pretty much, it, you know, how would, how do you say it? I just, when I, 10 years later, I guess I would just go on to a date and just say, listen, this is who I am. You know, mm-hmm. I have a college degree in theatrical production. I was a competitive figure skater. I've got a cat. I've got two kids. Um, I work in the porn industry. I run a swingers club. I'm a wedding planner. If you don't like any of that, I'll buy my own drink. Like that's kind of how my attitude was because I was <laughs> sick and tired of the playing the games. Uh, recently though, I've met someone who knows everything. There are no secrets and he is amazing and hundred percent supports me and is proud of me and um, is there for me in my career. And so I think finally, finally, finally patience prospered. And I think I found the right person. Oh, that's great. I'm happy for you. Me too. Thank God. That's, that's great. That's great. Well, everybody, that that you have now met, and hopefully you got to know Carl and Joel. And you know, please, if if you're into that lifestyle, check out the Hanky Panky podcast. 
Um, do you put out episodes weekly or is it like on a certain yes. day? Yes. So um, we release every Monday morning at 10 a.m. So that is um, Hanky Panky is spelled H-A-N-K-I-E-P-A-N-K-I-E. So that's hankypankypodcast.com. That's got my blogs. That's got our weekly episodes. Uh, we also have a bunch of sponsors that we work with that give our listeners special deals to try a, a Swinger website for a month to see if they like it. And then the Coral and Jewel is the C-O-R-A-L-Y-N dot or just c-r-a-l-y-n jewel j-e-w-e-l.com that leads to um all of our interviews are um podcasts um the game the link to the game um events tours and the link to the uh book online or autograph copy through me so yeah and i believe you're also on youtube right Yes, we are on YouTube. Ah, our podcast is on YouTube. I believe we just we just started a podcast six months ago, almost six months ago. We're at about 560 followers, I believe. And um, I don't even know how many episodes we're on. I think 45 or 50 episodes so far. That's great. That's great. Well, it was great meeting you. I wish you all the success with your book and your swingers club and whatever else you, you choose to do in your life. And it was great. Thank you so and, much uh, for having me. It was a pleasure yeah, to yeah. talk with you. It was very nice talking to you. All Thank right, everybody, we'll be, we'll be back after this break. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show today. Today, we got a, a very interesting guest, probably one of the most interesting guests I've interviewed uh, in a while. I mean, I've interviewed uh, movie stars and Playboy models. Today, we got Coral and Jewel a uh, former uh, adult porn star and now an entrepreneur and the host of the Hanky Hanky podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? Good, good, good. Where, where are you coming from? Um, originally from South Africa, but now San Diego, California is where I live. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Oh, wow. I got that will lead into some other questions later. So how, <laughs> actually, I'll just ask it now. How did you you were born there? Like were your family in the military and uh, no military family was also born in South Africa, both parents. And then during the apartheid, we moved out and immigrated to the United States and started in California. Oh, OK. All right. That, yeah, that was, <laughs> I mean, because I, I interview people from, you know, all over, you know, United States. I got a guest coming over in a few weeks from Australia. Okay. It's kind of cool when you when you talk to people from around the world. Uh, <laughs> it keeps things uh, in perspective, so to speak. So, That's for sure. Yeah. So let's get started because this this interview is all about you. To let the listeners know about you and what is you. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to know? <laughs> all right. Yeah. So let, let's just get started. Like you know, because we're going to talk about your book eventually. But I wanted to get to know how did you get in to the, you know, the porn industry? Like what made you decide to go into that? So I'll shorten it for you. I um, was a competitive figure skater growing up. I was trying to get to the Olympics to represent South Africa, the country that I was born in. And due to an injury and being told that there was no ways I was gonna be able to compete, um, I ended up proceeding with getting my college degree in theatrical production. And that led to getting married, two kids, moving to Sweden, coming back to California, and then getting a job in, um, directing and camera operating production assistant, but on a porn set. And so that's kind of what led me into the industry was that I was working uh, behind the scenes. And then I think it was one of the male talents and one of the other producers on set that said to me, I don't understand why you aren't a performer. And so 
I decided I would get, take a go at it. I was divorced at the time. I was already 35 years old. I was dancing to make money. So I was working at a gentleman's club um, and I was still coaching ice skating, but looking for something else. And so I decided to take a leap and get to the other side of the camera. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, which side did you like? Did you like being behind the camera directing or, or actually being in the, in the film itself? You, you know, I really like them both. I mean, so to this day, I still do directing and I still uh, do camera operating, but I also still work as a performer. So uh, with COVID, of course, I was on break for a while, but I did make yeah. a comeback and I shot last February. I shot uh, for Score Group and then I just recently returned from Iowa and Las Vegas where I shot for Walter Wicked Productions and for Private Society. So um, I'm back in full swing, but I'm also a wedding planner for my other job. And so um, that gives me the opportunity to kind of put my theatrical degree and my directing to work in that realm of line of uh, my career as well, along oh, with many other things. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. And then, and then uh, I've got another quick question for you before we move on. Do you have any like like particular funny stories from that, like from working in that film industry that you can share? Um, I don't know if that if you're allowed to share any stories. I'm allowed, yeah, I can share. I mean, I wrote an entire book about all my experiences and my life and how I ended up, you know, where I am. But um, I guess the funniest story would be probably that um, I own a swingers club. I started a swingers club. Also, everything kind of changed in my life around 2012. Started my club, got involved in the adult industry. And uh, one of the biggest movies that I was cast in was called Wife Swinger Swap 3, which was through um, with Adam and Eve and directed by Luke Wilder. And um, when I met Luke, he said to me, you know, I hope you're okay with the swinger lifestyle because you're going to be filming out in California at a swinger resort for three days. And then I proceeded to tell Luke, you know, who I was and that I owned Hanky Panky lifestyle community and um, when we showed up to film at the resort the owner of the resort looked at me and was like what the hell are you doing here so um, it was kind of like you know uh, what's the word where you know everything kind of comes around you know and then I had to say like oh I'm actually an adult performer as well <laughs> so uh, yeah full circle I guess is the term right hey, that's the that's the word I'm looking for <laughs> yes oh god yeah so then so so that led into the swinging and I think I, I think I saw on your website like you got like a big huge group, right? Yeah, I have. Um, I started my club in 2012 on my own, and I'm up to about 18,000 members in my community now. Yeah, I knew it was in the thousands. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And are they from all over the world, or are they just like in that one particular state? Yeah, they're mostly, you know, mostly in the United States, but um, I am on a variety of different uh, swinger lifestyle websites where I can advertise my events. So if somebody's out visiting California and they log in and they want to look for an event that's going down, you know, out in San Diego or Palm Springs area or Las Vegas. Um, so we get people from all over, but the majority, I would say, are California. And we have a lot of regulars. We've really built up a good following and a good community um, of people. Now, are there certain rules of engagement? Like, do, do you, like, I'll give you an example. Like, uh, do you ha always have to have a partner to join in? No. So, you know, um, every every single club has a different rule. And um, that's a lot of why I do the Hanky Panky podcast and why I, you know, post my weekly blogs is to kind of address some of the misconceptions of not only the swinger community, but the adult industry and, uh, you know, consensual non-monogamy and polyamory and so on and so on, is that, you um, in my club particular, you can be a single male or a single female or a couple or even a throuple. You can be, you know, two guys and a girl. Um, my whole thing is all about respect and just following the etiquette of the lifestyle, which is no means no, and you don't touch without asking and watch your alcohol intake. Um, everybody has to have a profile on my website. They have to mm -hmm. be approved and they have to have a membership in order to attend our events. 
That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, because I could <laughs> like because I always wondered about that. You know, like I'm, I'm divulging a little bit about myself because like you know when I was younger and I was single. I would always like, you know, you surf the internet and you you find out about these clubs, but they always said that you always had to have, you know, a partner. So yeah, it's I mean, interesting there are, to see there, that, that there are some, some allow, yeah. don't allow that. So that yes. would kind of be, uh, but I mean, I guess you get some, you got to meet the people and you got to prove them so that everybody's protected. But I mean, I could see like, you know, like, so if there was a single guy, can that single guy like then meet two girls? or whatever he wants. Well, that's, well, that's, that's what, that's what, you know, that's up to each individual. Yeah. That's up to each individual person. So there's people that will come to a lifestyle or swingers event and they are just voyeurs. They just want to watch. And then they go home with their partner. There are people that are exhibitionists. They just want to be with their partner and be watched and have nobody else touch them or, you know, play with them. Um, And then there's people that are, you know, um, I say like a couple and they're looking for a single male for their wives. And that's a hot wife. Um, There's so many different avenues and aspects to the swinger lifestyle that so many people don't understand. But the number one thing is just respect. Um, You know, some people complain about the single males, but not all single males are bad. Not all single females are bad. I mean, a lot of the issues I've had in my particular events are actually couples. And it's usually the woman in the couple that's more aggressive. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, I emphasize it all the time, follow the rules, follow the etiquettes and, um, they know, you know, they say Miss Hanky Pink is watching you. Like they know I'm watching everything at all times that is happening at my events. So, so is the Hanky Panky podcast just centered around the swinger group, or is it yes. something? Yes. Oh, okay. No, I mean, it's centered. Well, Hank, Hanky Pinky Lifestyle is my club. Hanky Pinky okay. Podcast was a spinoff of that. But I bring in everyone from scientists, like a biomedical engineer that, you know, has developed a watch that can teach a woman how to squirt by the velocity, um, you know, and the speed that you finger a woman. I've got, um, you know, a, a therapist, sex therapist, coaches, adult performers, uh, brothel workers, uh, swing club uh, app owners, um, just so many different avenues and aspects, really just anything related to the adult world in general to educate okay. my listeners of, you know, what they sometimes have, you know, misunderstood. Oh, interesting. Now, what, what is the common, I don't even know if there is a common reason, like what's the most common reason, uh, like a person would be draw a person to a swingers club? Just the curiosity of it or, you know, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things, you know, um, the the biggest thing that I always say is it's communication. So sometimes a couple will come, um, you know, uh, show and show that they are intrigued um, in the swinger lifestyle to save their marriage. And that's not going to happen. And so I've seen so many couples come in, try to save their marriage by bringing in, you know, this. Uh, I guess, you know, feel the fire or whatever. But if you do it wrong, it's just going to make things worse. Um, Mm -hmm. People might come in to experience a fantasy. And I always tell people that, you know, sometimes when fantasy meets reality, it's not always what you expect it to be. So that doesn't mean that you can say, okay, forget it. We're done. Maybe you try again, but you tried it a different avenue. Um, It's it's all about, you know, everybody's got their own. I always say everybody's got their own fetish, their own kink, their own fantasy. And the biggest thing is that this is giving them the opportunity to explore that in a safe environment. Mm. And it all, and I'm also seeing on your website, like you're saying now that you're also a wedding planner and a voiceover yes. actress. <laughs> I do a lot of different things. Yeah, uh, you know, it sounds like you're, you're jungling a lot. Uh, I am. <laughs> and you got to put food on the table somehow, right? Right. Yeah. So are you more active as the wedding planner or or as a voice actress? 
I have to say, I mean, I'm really all over the board right now. You know, I run my swinger lifestyle events. Well, be, you know, before COVID, I would say twice a month. So kind of going back to that, um, all my weddings from 2020 moved to 2021. So it's a busy year. I uh, launched my podcast this year. I am in the process of doing a documentary with a director in New York City on my book. My book was published June, June 15th, and it's a number one international bestseller. Um, I'm also um, should be released in about two months, a CBD personal uh, lubricant that is uh, branded with the name Coraline Jewel. And we just released the hanky panky lifestyle card game. So like I said, my I've got my hands and everything and I'm still shooting in the industry and I'm still modeling and I'm still raising my two kids. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, the name of your book, that's the one that's called When the Ice Melts. Yes. When the Ice Melts, the story of Coraline oh, Jewel. Nice, nice. And is that available on just your website or they can get it from anywhere? No, it's on, Am it's on Amazon. It's on uh, Barnes and Nobles, Goodreads. Um, I'm not, I can't remember how many, we've got like, a, you know, 38 reviews, I believe, or something like that. And then the podcast is also just all over. Um, everything links through my two websites. That's the easiest way to find anything. Yeah, I, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows her website is actually just just her name.com, carlinjewel.com. And yes. it's got, you know, the links to her book. It's talks. I think you even got a link to your podcast off here to get your list of your services. And I think yes. you even sell an autographed version of your book too. Yes. Right. Uh -huh. So there's an autographed version of my book. Also, it's got all of my upcoming tour dates. I will be traveling to all four of the exoticas with my next one being July uh, I believe it's July 16th. It's in Chicago. Um, I do seminars. I do motivational speaking. And really, you know, my message and everything that I do is to let people know that it's your life and it's your choice, how you want to live your life, live it safely, live it smartly, but live it for you, you know, and um, stop hiding who you are. If you are a swinger, if you are um, bisexual, if you, you know, whatever it is that you are, that's who you are and you need to be true to yourself. So that's what everything kind of ties down to with all the different things that I do. Interesting. Now, is your book like a tell-all book, like a like a autobiography, or like um, what are the details that you can give to people, you know, listening to the podcast about your book? So my my book does go into detail on certain things. However, I am in the process of writing the second book. There's going to be a series of them. So my book kind of is really, you know, sharing the story of how does a Jewish South African immigrant move to the United States, um, you know, spend my entire life. My all I really cared about was just getting to the Olympics and figure skating. Um, and then how do I end up, you know, uh, divorced two children working as a a swing club owner, an adult performer, a podcast host, you know, and I wasn't even doing any of that when I did my, when I wrote my book, but I, I worked in a brothel. Um, and it's just kind of, you know, it gives little stories about each experience and each thing that I've done and what doors have opened from that and what I've learned from it and mistakes I've made um, to, you know, to educate people who are getting involved in any of these different aspects of, you know, adult industry or working in a brothel or anything like that is that, um, you know, I want them to learn from me coming forward and sharing my stories. And then my next series of books, each one will focus, you know, one will just focus on the adult industry. One will, or porn industry. One will focus um, on the brothel. One will focus on uh, swinger events and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. And so that everybody knows her book is available in paperback audio book and Kindle. And so if you're a member uh, and it's part of the Kindle Unlimited program, so if you have an Amazon subscription, you, you can read 
uh, that book free as part of your monthly Amazon uh, Kindle Unlimited subscription. So just, that's correct. I just wanted to and point if, that out there. So you got this, if people have that Kindle Unlimited subscription, they can read her book. And so how was, let's go another quick question because you mentioned a brothel. Like how, how long were you doing that for? How, how'd I'm you get sorry. I didn't do that very long. I um, was working on an adult set with a good friend of mine named, named Sable Renee, who's also an adult performer. And she told me that she was living up at one of Dennis Hoff's uh, legal brothels. Uh, in, I believe I believe hers was in Reno, uh, mm-hmm. near the cat house. And so um, I got involved. I was driving up to, to Pahrump. Pahrump is about an hour north of Las Vegas to a place called the Alien Cat House. And uh, my situation was a little different because I have kids. I would drive up on a Thursday morning and I would stay Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday and leave early Tuesday morning just in time to get the kids back from school, be home Tuesday, Wednesday, go back up Thursday. And I did that for three rounds. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you like it or was it for you or? You know, I liked it. I liked, I liked the, um, the people that I met, like the gentlemen that would come in. Um, I really liked to give the tours. Um, I made some good friends in there that I'm still friends with to this day. I'm actually going to see one of them in Vegas when I head up tomorrow. Um, but it was very much like living in a sorority house, uh, you know, a bunch of caddy girls. And I was older too. I think at that time I was 36, 37 years old. So I was one of the older girls in the house and you know, I don't have time for, I don't have time for drama. I'm just not a drama person. You know, I just believe, you know, go work, do what you need to do, take care of you, take care of your kids and stay out of drama. Oh, okay. Now out of, out of all the fields that you worked in, which did you prefer? Uh, the, the, the porn or the brothel or you know, I wedding think- planner? Oh, so each of them has a different aspect that I like. I like to perform because I feel it's the most least stressful. Okay, weddings are very stressful. Swinger events are very stressful. Um, Everything that I've done is leading to what I ultimately want to do, which is I want to travel and do motivational speaking. I want to share my story, um, continue with my books and um, help other people. And so I write my blogs. I do my books. um, You know, I'm starting my my, uh, traveling. And I think that's where I belong. And I think that's what I'm going to enjoy the most. Okay. And then I got to, I just got to ask another quick question (laughs) and then we'll close out. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. So when you date, because I'm assuming, you know, because you said you're divorced and you're dating, do you like, do you eventually bring that up to, to the person you're dating that, you know, your past, or do you actually date the people within your, you know, in a porn industry or the swing industry, like how does, how does that Yeah. Work? So, um, I touch on that. I touch on that in uh, my book as well as in some blogs that I've written that are on my website, but, um, in a nutshell, uh, um, in the beginning, I would not tell people until I was going to be intimate that with them. And then I felt that there was, you know, there was their right to know what I did for a living. And sometimes it would go two ways. It was either, oh, I'm not interested. I can't do that. Or, oh, that's really hot. I'm dating a porn star. And they would tell me that there's no jealousy. And then three, three months later, you know, please stop your job. Um, and then if you date people that's in the adult industry, sometimes they say, okay, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll stay in it. You get out, you know, stuff like that. So again, the jealousy. Um, so pretty much, it, you know, how would, how do you say it? I just, when I, 10 years later, I guess I would just go on to a date and just say, listen, this is who I am. 
You know, mm-hmm. I have a college degree in theatrical production. I was a competitive figure skater. I've got a cat. I've got two kids. Um, I work in the porn industry. I run a swingers club. I'm a wedding planner. If you don't like any of that, I'll buy my own drink. Like that's kind of how my attitude was because I was <laughs> sick and tired of the playing the games. Uh, recently though, I've met someone who knows everything. There are no secrets and he is amazing and hundred percent supports me and is proud of me and um, is there for me in my career. And so I think finally, finally, finally patience prospered. And I think I found the right person. Oh, that's great. I'm happy for you. Me too. Thank God. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, everybody, that that you have now met, and hopefully you got to know Carl and Joel. And you know, please, if if you're into that lifestyle, check out the Hanky Panky podcast. Um, do you put out episodes weekly, or is it? Like on a certain yes. day. Yes. So um, we release every Monday morning at 10 a.m. So that is um, Hanky Panky is spelled H A N K I E P A N K I E. So that's hankypankypodcast.com. That's got my blogs. That's got our weekly episodes. Uh, we also have a bunch of sponsors that we work with that give our listeners special deals to try a, a swinger website for a month to see if they like it. And then the Coral and Jewel is the C O R A L Y N dot or just c-r-a-l-y-n jewel j-e-w-e-l.com that leads to um all of our interviews are um podcasts um the game the link to the game um events tours and the link to the uh, book online or autograph copy through me so yeah and i believe you're also on youtube right Yes, we are on YouTube. Ah, our podcast is on YouTube. I believe we just we just started a podcast six months ago, almost six months ago. We're at about 560 followers, I believe. And um, I don't even know how many episodes we're on. I think 45 or 50 episodes so far. That's great. That's great. Well, it was great meeting you. I wish you all the success with your book and your swingers club and whatever else you, you choose to do in your life. And it was great. Thank you so much uh, for having me. It was a pleasure to talk with you. It was very nice talking to you. All right, everybody. we'll We'll be back after this break. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Mark the Shark. I want everybody to know that not only do I have this podcast, I have another podcast about the sport of mixed martial arts. So if you're into that kind of thing, check out my other podcast called The Mark the Shark MMA Show. And if you want to be on that show or this show, make sure you contact me on Facebook at Mark the Shark MMA Show. And, and that's my Facebook channel. Or you can go to my website, www.mark with a C, the Shark MMA Show.com. Again, it's www.markthesharkmmashow.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Mark underscore Retorto 2. That's Mark, M A R C underscore Retorto, R I T O R T O 2. That's for Instagram or Mark BJJ Fighter on Twitter. And also, don't forget to check out my YouTube channels. I got the Rockin' with Mark YouTube channel. That's Rockin' with Mark with a C again. Or the Mark the Shark MMA show. All on YouTube. All right, guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast and keep on listening. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Retorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder. Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto.
Hi everyone, this is Deborah Driggs and you are listening to the Mark the Shark Show. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on Amazon.com. Get it now. Hi, everyone. Well, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end, and that's all we have for this particular podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you keep following my, my podcast here to Mark the Shark Show. And keep listening and look out for future podcast episodes.